Hello there, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of Cookie Cast. Today on Cookie Cast is the Darkest Timeline podcast. So we've got games, movies, TV, something from the week. Um, that's maybe about it. Um, I think there's some working out stuff in this one. Before we get started, while I've got you, while I've got your fresh ears, please do consider like, share, subscribe, comment, and if you've got a spare couple of minutes, you could do us a favour and leave us a lovely review. Tell us all how great the podcast is. Right, let's get cracking. So here we go. This is Cookie Cast, the Darkest Timeline podcast. Hello. How you doing? Are you alright? <clears throat> How's your week? How's your weekend? How's life treating you? Well? Good. Unless you said badly and then that's not good. Um, I am very tired. I've been a busy... Uh, Busy week, certainly a busy few days. It's bank holiday Monday today, um, which in some reality, some galaxy far, far away from here, um, that would be a nice relaxing time. But um, hundred and ten thousand steps by twelve o'clock today. So, let's get into the week that was. Um, literally, loads. Which can only mean that it'll be like a half hour podcast. Always the way. Um, so, I'm going to go back to last Wednesday. Um, been some very strange things going on. Uh, last Wednesday... Uh, took my youngest to uh, dancing and um, sitting on the chair waiting for the dancing to start and all of a sudden I got super dizzy one so dizzy that I thought I was going to fall off the chair at one point um, and then this carried on for a while I was getting a bit concerned I was like what if this sort of happened while I was driving, sort of concern, um, and just couldn't work it out, and then over the course of that day, the next day, this dizziness, um, and then over like, another day and another couple of days, all these various things start happening, like this insane head pressure, I kept saying to people, like, if I mentioned it, I'd be like, I can understand why back in olden days, or older days, the people used to drill into their heads when they when they felt head pressure, because that's what it felt like I needed to do. It felt like I had this immense amount of pressure in my head, and I just needed it out. Um, what was strange was as time went on I'm like what is this you know trying to sort of clear this pressure from my head 
And then there was a point in time where I felt like um, pressure in my temples. So I've been rubbing my temples. Um, then, like, you know, another half a day passed, and it's like, I, I feel like I've got earache. Um, and then the next day, I felt like I had a sore throat. And it was just this, for almost the space of a week, just this moving pain and pressure and just weirdness, dizziness, earache, all sorts of stuff. Just weird stuff. And then it went. And that was... That was kind of it, and I wasn't sure if it was something um, to do with um, the workout I've been doing, or whether it's something to do with um, just some kind of like roaming pain, or what. Um, I've, I think I've said this before, I think I've talked about the age that I'm at now, I anything like that. It doesn't take me long to get to, this is it, this is the end, this is how I die. Maybe it's a, maybe it's a, you know, you know, pick one of the brain things, tumour, stroke, you know, maybe that, maybe this is it, maybe this is my time. Um, as it stands, touch wood, it was not. Um... So yeah, uh, just very strange. Um, weirdly, I feel like I mentioned last week about um, the work that that gonna have done to the house. Um, yeah, because I said about, you know, whether people believed me when I said that I was having a podcast studio built. Um, so, various elements of this have been a little bit up in the air. One of the elements was when the work was actually going to start, or is actually going to start. Um, it was supposed to start in March, which was a little late for me anyway um when it was originally sought out i was hoping for for january um but no march it's like right fine well you know you just gotta grin and bear it sort of thing um as i'm sure you will realize listening to this um march was a while ago and uh it's one of those things that uh you know it's not like the work has started now, and uh, apparently it's not going to for X amount of time more. Um, and it's very much one of those, it's like, um, just the, this quick succession of stuff that happened. It was, oh, you know, um, we've had a situation where the job we're doing at the moment, uh, the person's completely changed all of their plans, and we're going to have to push everything back by three weeks. So, you know... I'm going to push you back by three weeks. So how are you fixed for, you know, start of June? It's like, okay, that's not great. That's not ideal. But 
are really at this point in time, what exactly is it that we can do about that? All right, cool. Uh, when I say it's the start of June, I'm actually on holiday at the start of June, so it's going to be the middle of June. <sighs> well, that escalated quickly. And it's just been... It's just been that for months. And I know... I, I can almost hear you screaming, saying, why wouldn't you just find somebody else? Yeah, that, that's that's absolutely, why wouldn't you just find somebody else? Because then the waiting starts all over again. And I think on average, you're looking at nine months to a year for things. So, yeah, let's start the process again. I was saying today, I was like, this is something that I have no control over. There is nothing I can do about it. But I cannot stress how angry and annoyed this situation makes me. Um, and I know, you know, some people who may be thinking who've had major work done to their property. Oh, if you think you're annoyed now. Um, but we haven't even got to that stage. I mean, made it that far. So, there's, yeah, there's that. Um, uh. So, mentioned that I've got this new workout. Um, I was thinking about this, I think it was last Monday. I was like, I always write on the, um, like the tags for um for the podcast i always put like running and working out and weight loss and stuff um and then i'm always like oh i didn't really talk about that this time around and sometimes i'm like i don't know if people actually want to hear it and then other times i'm like well you know maybe it'll maybe it'll help somebody um as far as weight loss is concerned that is uh that is not a thing that is happening uh weight gain rapid weight gain yes yes i can do that um but my brother-in-law um well well on his way to being fully qualified uh, put your teeth in man fully qualified pt um is uh is hooking me up with the uh with the workouts and the and the running programs and things uh new workout um and you know it's going to be a good one when it's. Um, oh yeah, this one's this one's really going to uh, really going to destroy you. It's like okay, cool. <clears throat> and initially, when I looked at it, I was like, yeah, this looks okay, looks doable. I can manage. Yet I didn't think about the fact that everything's been doubled. Um. Number of sets doubled for nearly everything. Um, reps. Um, I was deceived because they start off low, you know, in your six rep kind of way, range, working up to tens and twelves. Um, so I was deceived by that. Even to the fact that I was like doing, doing the workout and stuff and was like, you know, it's okay, it's alright, it's fine. And then couldn't work out why I was so tired, why I was so worn out. 
Why I was so hungry. Hunger seems to have re-entered the arena. Um, so, I got... Now, will I have started this last Monday? Will I have talked about it last week? It's a good question. Um, started on Monday. Okay, there we go. That one's done. Did a workout. Did it Tuesday. Um, I think it was legs on the Tuesday. A um, couple of days later, was struggling to walk. Was struggling to move. Um, and it's taken me nearly the full week to sort of admit defeat in, in a certain way. And what I mean by that is like, I'm not, I've not given up doing it. I've not, um, you know, I'm not like, I'm not doing this. This is too hard. Admit defeat in the trying to think that it's, again, I'm not saying it's not doable, but it's not easy by any stretch of the imagination. I'm very tired uh, it takes a lot out of me. Um, like I say, it makes me very hungry. I'm usually hungry by the time I get out of bed. Um, it's, it's one of those things that it's a, it works on a rolling week. So like today was a rest day. Um, but so far through today, I was already looking at what tomorrow's workout was to try and mentally prepare myself for it. That it, It's that sort of thing it's that sort of situation it is properly kicking the crap out of me and i already know that i'm only doing this this workout for a month because i've already got next month's workout and <laughs> next month's workout is even harder it's got more exercises on i might uh yeah i might not make it i don't think i'm gonna make it man um, I made an executive decision the other day. Um, I am a man who previously in my life, years ago, would spend money willy-nilly. Spend money all over the place. Probably, some would say, live outside of my means by a long way. Champagne lifestyle, lemonade wages. And I got so far, and um, when I had children, I realized that that wasn't really a possibility anymore. Um, I'd been curbing things up to that point. Um, but I found a loophole. I found this loophole where I realized that I could spend money on my children, and it was the same thing. It was the same, it, it had that same, I suppose, fix, I guess, gave you that same kind of hit. So that's what I did. I bought, my, I bought my children clothes, shoes, toys, magazines, all this. And it was great. It was a great little system. Um, I still got to spend money. I still got to be... Um, I don't know what you'd call it. Um, and anyway, then I reached a point where I realized this is not the way 
to do things. This is not the way to operate. And I am not talking years ago. I am talking more recently. Um, it's it, it, it's a better thing to have have that money there. Um, I spend my time now going. They don't need this. They don't need that. They don't need the other. And don't get me wrong. Um, my eldest needs some new trainers, so we went and got some, and that was fun. We got some trainers. Um, I bought some sunglasses, emergency backup sunglasses. Um, so there you go. However, I am still a man who <laughs> I do window shopping on the internet. Everybody knows the joy of the basket. We all know and we all appreciate the joy of the basket. I'll pop that in my basket for later. And I think there are three categories, really. Category one is, I am absolutely, definitely never going to buy that item. Um, it's extravagant. I don't have the money. You know, that kind of, that's category one. Category two is, if I'm honest with myself, I will probably end up buying this at some point, but that point isn't now. And number three, don't forget we are talking the basket. We're not talking about online shopping. We're just talking about, I'll put it in my basket. Number three is, I'll just put that there for now. I'll quickly go and do this and I'll probably order it later today slash tomorrow. I believe those are the three categories. I am a man who has multiple web pages on my phone with multiple different baskets, with multiple different things in that probably fall into the first two categories. I've popped that in my basket, but let's face it, I'm never going to buy it. And I've popped that in my basket. Maybe if I randomly come into some money at some point, I'll probably buy those things. Um, things like anybody that listens to the beer podcast will know, um, you know, every now and then I like to treat myself, get a few beers, uh, place an order, get some beers delivered, boom. It's like a little, um, it's like a little treat for myself. So, something came over me the other day and I was like, do you know something? I sit there and I get the, the you know, I get I get stuff in this basket, I get stuff in that basket, I get stuff in the other basket. I, I've got stuff that I need that I don't buy. Um, anybody that follows me on Instagram, which I can't imagine is very many people, um, will will know that I recently posted a picture of what my running shoes look like and the fact that you could see daylight through the sole of the shoe. You know, that sort of thing. So you put you put a pair of shoes in your basket. It's like, oh, when I get a chance and the money and the inclination, I'll, I'll, I'll buy some new running shoes. It's that sort of thing. I got to this point the other day where I was like, wouldn't it be nice if just one point in time, just one day you could just say, screw it, and just get all the things that you actually a border in between need and want. Like useful items. Items that you'll use. I.e. a 
a pair of running shoes when you go running five times a week. That sort of thing. Some t-shirts when you wear t-shirts every day. I love t-shirts. You go to the fridge and you restock the fridge with the beers that are in the box or on on the trolley thing that you've got for the beers. And then once you've restocked the fridge, you've got no beer. Um... So there was a day, Wednesday, Thursday last week, and I just snapped. And I was like, do you know what? Screw it. So I ordered some beer. I was like, ooh, beer. I ordered um, I ordered a computer game. A video game, ladies and gentlemen. We may or may not be talking about it later. I ordered... Um, did I say I ordered some beers? I ordered some shoes. Uh, some t-shirts. Um, there was another thing. Oh, I made a list. I made a list. Beers. Uh, games. T-shirts. Beers and trainers. There we go. Um, I just did it. I pulled the trigger. I did it. All, all of my baskets are empty. I feel a little naked without them. Um, at this point in time, like the beers turned up the same day. Uh, the trainers turned up uh, yesterday, I think it was. And all the rest of the stuff I'm still waiting for. Oh, the game. The game turned up. Um, but yeah, like things like the T-shirts. I don't even think that, I don't even think that order will have been processed yet. So it was like, yeah, I ordered all that stuff, and now I have to wait for it. Um, but it, <laughs> I know, I understand, and I know how bad this probably sounds, but it felt good. It felt nice just for once to be able to say, "Sod it, let's just do it. Let's pull the trigger. Let's just get the things that we need or want or." Uh, and like I say, you know, I took I took all the girls out the weekend, and um, we, you know, got some trainers and um, sunglasses and things. It's like I was going to say it's not going to break the bank, but it probably is. Um, you know, cost of living and all that. Price of doing business, more like. Um. We had a big birthday in our house recently. We're still celebrating today, and it was yesterday. Big birthday in our house, not mine, as I'm sure you'll be aware. But uh, yes, big birthday in our house. Uh, Land turned. Uh, it was the big one, I'm afraid. So it was very much. It, it, again, it, this comes back to what I was just saying. Um, very difficult to buy birthday gifts, birthday presents when you're at the age, you know, when you when you're in your forties or you get into forty or whatever, and someone's like, "What do you want for your birthday?" It's like I have no idea because I've probably got everything that I needed or wanted. Um, so this went on for quite some time, and then uh, then there was a list. And I went, cool, cheers for the list. And I just ordered all, all the things on the list. They turned up in one parcel. I wrapped them all in one go. 
done. Handing them all out to the girls. It's like, here you go. These are the things that you've uh, that you that you've got for Leanne. Um, and then I uh, I ordered. I didn't order at all. I paid for a Hoover. One of those exciting items for your for your 40th birthday. A Hoover. Um, I, I felt like... I, I, I kept trying to do stuff. I kept trying to do... Exciting things. Birthday things. You know, little things here and there that were going to make it like fun and exciting and... And no matter how much I did or I tried to do or, or any of that, it just felt lacking. It felt like it was missing something. I was like, where, where's the excitement coming from? Where's the... It, it was strange. It didn't feel like a, like a big... Like a big birthday. To me. It wasn't my birthday though. Um, but yeah. It, it felt strange. Like there was no. Almost like there was no excitement. And I was like. Is that just an age thing? Did I feel excited when I turned 40? I don't know if I did. Is that what birthdays are at this point? All the magic's gone. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, for her birthday, she wanted to go to the um, the Birds of Prey centre, uh, which I thought was was, uh, was good. Thought we should do that, uh, which we did. We went and uh, so, I mean, you know, we we went. What was it? We went last summer, so it's been a little while. Um, it's enjoyable problem that I realised this time round was um, for like me, Leanne and my eldest uh, I do think it's an enjoyable time, I think it's an enjoyable experience I think it's fascinating, there was a point in time when me and my eldest were like we know it's lunchtime but can we just stay here and listen to them talking about the birds um, and then worked out that the answer was probably no because it was lunchtime sort of thing um, but for my youngest and my middle daughter, even though there's like these really cool birds and like, you know, big birds and little birds, and I don't mean big bird, I mean, you know, big birds, um, and, you know, owls and eagles and owl eagles and stuff like that, it's not quite the same for them. And I think because we've been before... Um, I think they got bored, and it was reasonably quickly. Um, so it was a bit of a divide. And like there was a point, like where we were having lunch, and like they just wanted to go and play in the park. And I'm like, look at all the birds that you could go and look at. And like, they just wanted to play in the park. But that's like kids and parks, isn't it? Um, but 
I, I really like it there and I really enjoy it there. And there was this conversation about like some of the services they offer, some of the things that you can do outside of just going to the bird place. And some of the services were amazing. Like the sound of them were amazing. And I was like, man, I really want to do that. I really want to do that. Some of the stuff was like, that sounds super cool. Um, so yes, birthday celebration. We went over to um, went over to the lavender fields today. Um, took Leanne's mum. Uh, I know that Leanne and Leanne's mum is a very special place for them, and they enjoy it very much. Um, amazing views. Um, youngest got to have a run around and stuff. Um, a little bit of a surprise situation this afternoon. Um, arranged a, I don't know what you'd call it, a surprise gathering. Um, did not go off without a hitch, unfortunately. Um, but I think it worked out in the end. There's only so much you can do with these things, I suppose. So that there's the week. Now I hear you ask, what entertainment stuff have we got this week, Mr. Cook? Well, let me tell you. Because there's a shed load of it. A um, couple of TV shows. I watched and finished Final Space. Um, was annoyed slash really annoyed uh, when a friend of mine informed me that the show had been cancelled this was before I finished it and I was like okay well where we are where I am in it and where you know t between here and the end they could easily wrap this up um, however when I looked it up um, they had been told they had another series and I was like that doesn't sound good and in fact, they did not get another series. So, when you get to the last episode of Final Space, and it's got a massive cliffhanger, and there isn't going to be any more of it, you're like, are you kidding me? What? What? So yes, uh, humongous cliffhanger. It's a very enjoyable show. Um, I enjoyed it, I really liked it. I think I said last week that I was watching it and that the episodes just absolutely fly by. Um, but yes, we're apparently not getting an end to that series, so that's fun. Um... Myself and, uh, and Leanne have been between series slash movies. Um, so, flicking through Netflix, and I jokingly said to her, um, oh, let's watch Spaced. Because, you know, it's been probably 10, 15 years or something since we watched it. Uh, and like I said, I said it jokingly, and she was like, yeah, go on then, let's see if it's still as good as it was. Um, the answer is yes, yes, it is. It's still, it's still very good. Uh, and that was my worry. My worry was that it wouldn't be. 
Uh, interestingly enough, watched an episode this evening, and uh, some of the content in that episode has not aged very well. Uh, what would probably be an acceptable thing to say back in 1998, to a degree, I'm not. I'm not condoning anything. Um, absolutely is not okay to say in this day and age. Certain things that happen in certain episodes, again, would not be considered to be okay in this day and age. Um, I've had a bit of a movie fest. Um, three films. All new ones, if you can believe that. First movie I watched was Peanut Butter Falcon. A film that I've been really wanting to see for quite some time. I wanted to see it like I saw trailers for it when it was coming out. And I was like, that looks cool. I fancy a slice of that. Um, Shia LaBeouf. After the... um, craziness shall we say and Dakota Johnson a couple of other people Uh, uh, there's uh, the main main character Uh, oh there's got some wrestlers in Mick Foley uh, Jake the Snake Roberts Um, guy that played the only thing I could think of him from was uh, he was Sandman in the Spider-Man and the Sam Raimi Spider-Man's and in the more recent one. Spoilers, by the way. Um, yeah, so it's got a, a Down Syndrome lad in. Um, and I, I do not know his name, unfortunately. Uh, I could look it up. Um, John Berthenthal is in it. But only in flashbacks. Uh, but that is part of the story. Uh, I can't see the keyboard. Um, I feel... That I should make the effort to right. Oh, yeah, that's interesting. It's actually called the Peanut Butter Falcon. So there you go, the Peanut Butter Falcon, and the young man's name Zach Got Sagan. Let's have a look and see if he has been in in much. Well, he's been in, been in a few things. Um, Peanut Butter Falcon. Most of them have been after Peanut Butter Falcon. Um, and a lot of stuff he played himself. Um, so yes. Now the reason I wanted to see it was I thought it was, I thought it looked like quite a nice film. Um, story of a of young Down syndrome boy who decides that he wants to escape his life um, and go on like cross country adventure to go to make his way to a wrestling school. Um, the the key here is that he's learned about the wrestling school from VHS tapes. So as I've said to anybody that I've described this film to, you can kind of guess where that's going. Um, he meets Shia LaBeouf's character, um, who is like a small, small time criminal who at the point in time that they come in contact is kind of on the run. 
to a degree. He's on the run from people, not necessarily the law. Uh, and Dakota Johnson is uh, like um, Zach is the is the character's name. It's like his carer kind of, but also works in an old people's home, which is where they're keeping Zach. Um, I thoroughly enjoyed this film. I think I always knew I was going to. I think I always knew that I was going to enjoy this film because it looked really good. Um, it's a super nice film. It's a film with a massive heart. It's just an enjoyable watch from start to finish. Um, the relationship between um, Shia LaBeouf and um, and Zach. Um, Got Sagan, was it? Um, their chemistry, their, their dynamic, their, their characters work really well together. And then there's like the introduction of um, of the female character introduced at the beginning and then is sort of in it. Uh, like I say, John Berthenthal appears in various flashbacks. Um, it was just a really nice film. It was a really enjoyable watch. It was, yeah, it was a feel-good movie, and I felt good having watched it. I enjoyed that. Um, moving on to Lone Survivor. This is a film that has been on my radar for a long time. There are just there are some things out there. There are some times where you just can't cross the finish line with certain things, and I knew that I wanted to watch it. I knew I was going to watch it. I just didn't know when I was going to come round to watching it. Um, and there are times when I have um, available time to slot a movie in. So I think it was maybe Saturday night. I was like, movie time, what are we watching? And I was like, do you know what? That movie has been on my to-watch list for far too long now. So let's tick it off the list. Um, Mark Wahlberg main character uh i was i was going to try and avoid doing this but one of the other main characters the only thing i know him from even though i know he's been in loads of things he was gambit in the x-men but he was also in uh, battleships uh now then oh in fact i can just look that up Uh, if I, did I spell it wrong? Did I spell it? Um, is that it? Do it. Yeah, that's it. Is it him? Taylor Kitched? Is that it? Taylor Kitched? Is that him? Yes, Remy LeBeau. So he was in it. Um, do you know what? I should probably just go to the film rather than looking at other films. Why wouldn't I just go to... There it is. Lone Survivor. 
Okay, I'll just rattle off. Because it was like four guys. Uh, oh, and Eric Banner. Mark Wahlberg, Taylor Kitsch, Emil Hirsch, Ben Foster, and the other, yeah, like I said, the other guy to look for would be Eric Banner from Hulk fame. Um, I started watching this film, and the problem I had was I knew from like the start that this film was based uh, on a true story. It was a four-man squad, part of a bigger unit, who went to do this operation in Afghanistan to take out um, Bin Laden's right-hand man. And it's basically a situation where everything's set up and they're good to go and they haven't got radio communication. And that causes a problem because they can't get the go-ahead to complete the mission. And then it just gets bad from there. They keep being told that in this base that they're looking at, there's like 200 Taliban. So... They don't know what to do without communication. And then things go very wrong very fast. I say very wrong very fast. The first hour of this film, I'm like, is anything going to happen? It wasn't, it wasn't boring. It certainly wasn't boring. But nothing was happening. Nothing was going on. It was very... I suppose in a way you would say very tense. But I was a little bit like, is anything going to happen anytime soon? And and to answer that question, the, the answer is yes. Um, I had to double check on the whole, based on a true story. Because it was absolute insanity. These guys got shot multiple times. They fell down like basically mountains and just bounced off everything. And they just kept going. Um, unfortunately, um, only one of them survived. Mark Wahlberg's character um, was the only one that survived. Um, I should probably say spoilers at that point, but it's one of those that you would potentially be able to find that information out in a different way. Um, so spoilers, sorry, spoiler. Um, the other thing being is probably watching the film would be the, the point. Um, very good film. Um, but yes, uh, very tense, very intense, very tense. Um, so part way through of watching the film, I'm like, is this real? And I'm looking stuff up. I text my brother-in-law as a as an ex-military man, having done uh, two tours of Afghanistan. Uh, I was like, oh, "Have you seen this film?" He's like, "Yep, seen it. It's, it's, it's a great film." Uh, and then, following on from that, had given me like a list of a couple of films to check out. One of them I'd already seen. I believe I've done a review of that film. Um, the other one is a film I'd never heard of. Not even like a little bit. Not like, oh yeah, I nothing. The film is called The Outpost. And he was like, if you like Lone Survivor, check out The Outpost. 
So, last night, I'm like, hey, you know, I'm back in that position where I've got, um, I've got a bit of time, man. Um, I might check out that film that was mentioned. Now, this film was a whole different kind of speed. Because about 10 minutes in, I was texting my sister and brother-in-law going, oh, my brother-in-law's recommended this film to me, and it's, it's pretty good so far. Holy shitballs. This film is insane. I don't know how they filmed it. I don't know how... How much it must have cost to make it was just bonkers. Unlike Lone Survivor that took an hour to really get going and then when it did it was just balls to the wall. This was balls to the wall from the moment that film started. It just kicked off. Absolute insanity. And then it just got it just got weirder and more intense and it was all working towards this point where like they're all working towards this thing that might or might not happen and the might or might not was whether again it was Afghanistan Taliban whether the the Taliban are going to attack the base that they're at yes or no Um, so that's the thing that they're wondering about Um, some of the names for this one um, Scott Eastwood I do like Scott Eastwood anything that he seems to be in he seems to be very good in obviously comes from good stock um, Orlando Bloom was not happy to see Orlando Bloom in this film however well yeah I was not happy to see him in this film but it was okay let's say uh, the other one that stood out massively, who actually becomes kind of like the other main character, is Caleb Landry Jones, who I remember from. Um, he was in the newer X Men films, X Men First Class, plays Cassidy slash Banshee. Um, he's been in a few other things, three billboards outside. Um, what's it? Ebbing, Missouri. Um, a few other things. He's always very good, although I always feel that his, his sort of go-to move is he, he just cries a, a lot. Um, this film was bonkers crazy. It was really good. The way it's been filmed, the way it's been made, it has that kind. Of, it has a little bit kind of like a hand cam feel to it, whilst obviously using a lot of like movies throughout camera trickery but there is an explosion going off in that film about every three seconds so how they actually managed to make that film is, is beyond me but holy shit balls probably one of the biggest things about that film that just blew me away was after some of the end credits there was like these people talking like oh you know when we came here we did this when we came in we did that and then another guy's talking like oh in my experience it was this and that and the other it was like, so it was a real interesting opportunity to be able to come back and play myself and some of the people in the film 
are actually playing themselves. They actually lived through what the film's about. And that is freaking bonkers to me. It was just like, wow, that's super cool. Um, unfortunately, <laughs> unfortunately for my brother-in-law, um, I've seen him today and I was just grilling him like, you know, about how, how realistic films are, how close they are to what they're portraying and stuff. Um, his sort of suggestion was that certain films are very close to what they're portraying. So it was like, wow. Um, from a game perspective, now here's an interesting one from a game perspective. I've actually played a few games, which might be surprising, but let's get into it. Uh, I finished Horizon Forbidden West. Uh, I think I think we can all agree that the, that's a thankfully I finished it kind of situation. Um, I think if you go back and look at the way that I've been reviewing this game up to this point, the end did not change my mind. Um, it was super underwhelming. Uh, it's massively padded. It's more of the same, but not as good. Um, it's just another big budget letdown of a game. Um, I'm really stuck at the moment on, um, I think something I was talking about last week where I was saying, when was the last great game? Uh, there's been some more sort of weird horseshit today in the games world where um, Square Enix have sold off um, their western um, properties for like a pittance like $300 million now I know that's a lot of money I'm not saying that's not but in the gaming world for properties like Tomb Raider and uh, that they've got that Marvel deal where they're contracted some ridiculous number of Marvel games like 12 Marvel games or something, and they've done two so far. It, it, it makes little to no sense why this has happened. Um, having finished a game, here's the way this went. I saw that there was a game coming out. comes out the back end of this month. And it's a game and a franchise. And it's a franchise that I've played. And it's a franchise I've enjoyed. Which sparked me to remember, oh, I never actually finished the last one. Franchise in question is Sniper Elite, and the game I hadn't finished, Sniper Elite 4. I was like, oh my god, this is an amazing opportunity. I can put that game on, because I always intended to finish it and never got around to it. I can put that game on, get that finished, get myself prepared for the new one. So that's what I did. There was a small problem. And the small problem was that I had nearly finished it when I stopped playing it. I had like a nearly a whole mission to do, but it was just one mission. And I did it, and I finished it. Um, the Sniper Elite games are great, from my opinion. I, I recommended them uh, from a friend, and... Uh, I, I have not regretted that recommendation. So I was like, oh, okay, what do I do now? Because that was real short-lived. So I was like, I'll start playing it again. So that's what I did. I started playing it again, like blasting through the, the levels because 
Um, you can just replay the levels, so you can keep all your gear and stuff. Not not quite a new game plus, but basically it is. Uh, keep all your gear, level up more, all of that. So that's what I've been doing. I was like, ah, I'm, I'm enjoying this game. Blast, blast through it because I know what I'm doing, all this. Oh, you know, maybe I'll play the third one. Oh, I should have a look and see if, if either of the other ones were ever available on like the PS4 or something. Turns out that there has been a remaster of the second one. So they're calling it Sniper Elite V2 or version 2. Uh, and I was like, ooh, interesting. Now look it up on the PlayStation Store, so you're always going to pay you know, more money for those digital games without boxes that you can't trade in. Makes no sense. Um, so then I looked up on Amazon, trusted on Amazon, and they had it for a lot cheaper. Uh, and this was, as I said before, one of the things that I treated myself to. I actually treated myself to a game because it was less than £20, which is unheard of. Yes, it's a remaster, I know, but it's a game I haven't played. So to me, brand spanking new. I have been playing it for a couple of days, and I'm t- I can tell you this. Touch wood, kind of. Um, I like it, I'm enjoying it. It's a lot more condensed than 3 and 4. The missions are very much, go here, do this, on the way, shoot a few people. So, you set off and you go there, you shoot some people, you get there, you do what it asks you to do, and you don't even have to like exit the, the levels a lot of the times. It's just like, yep, you did what you were supposed to, well done. It's like, okay, cool. Um, it's missing a couple of the mechanics from the later games. Uh, hand-to-hand combat, um, and I think like stealth kill sort of stuff, but it's still got the um, the X-ray um, bullet cam thing um, that these games are well known for. However, it doesn't use it very often, which is yeah, a little bit of a saving grace. Um, like I say, at this moment in time, I am enjoying it. I will continue to play it. Uh, I might have to sort of, I might potentially end up playing this and finishing it and then maybe jumping back to four and continue playing that so that I'm nice and ready. For number five, but like I say, it does come at the end of the month, so we shall see how that goes. Wow, what a bumper episode. That is the podcast. Thank you very much for listening along. Thank you very much for tuning in. And uh, if you made it this far, you are a hero, and I love you. And I will see you, catch you next time. There we go. What do you think so? Another one done. Another one gone. Where do they all go? Thank you for listening along. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for just just being here. If you want to leave your mark to say that you were here, you could like, share, subscribe and comment. And if you've got a couple of minutes kicking about, please do consider writing a review because that helps the podcast out. You can also check out our website, thecookiecast.com. Got some social media links there. And email. You can email us, let us know what you're doing, and tell us when you're coming on the podcast. Right, that's it for this one. Until next time, I'm going to say bye, and I'll see you then.